0: I think it's a, an unusual hobby. Do I think it's unusual?
1: Not, not around here. Hello, good evening and welcome. It's the 12th episode of the third series of After the Fact, our weekly trivia quiz game here on Claire Morris Community Radio. Thank you for tuning in, however you've done so. I am John Nolan, your host for this evening's quiz. Here's a new word for your next table quiz quizzer.
0: John Nolan is a quizzer, someone who has a thirst for knowledge and likes showing it off at table quizzes.
1: Anyway, good evening everyone and thank you for joining us. Now we've got four excellent players here this evening and two of them, exactly half, are making their debuts. So let us go
0: John on. is a quiz king in a small west of Ireland town, Claremorris, County Mayo.
1: July
2: the 12th. Oh, <laughs> yes, oh, it's
1: good for yeah, two points.
0: He has a weekly show on the community station that broadcasts just five miles around the town. He spends four hours a week preparing for the show.
1: But what name refers to 12 dozen? Is it A, a score, B, a gross, or C, a dues?
0: But he has greater ambitions, not just national, but international ones. He's going to the European Quiz Championships in Liverpool, which all sounds good, but he's made one serious mistake in his preparation.
1: A theatre in Brisbane and viola.
0: So here's a quiz question only you can answer. The question is this. Is John Nolan a winner or a loser?
3: Twelfth oh, nights. John John, John! John! you gave it for me!
1: Every year they'd have a little quiz in the school and I entered this as a laugh but I actually came second in the whole school. I guess I would have been eight maybe? So then I do other quizzes and I do well in them, so I get a sense of achievement from that, so I feel like doing more quizzes. The Quizzes becomes the thing I like doing, yeah. so that's what it is, isn't it? On the flip side, you know, I used to try and play football and I wasn't very good at it, so you end up that I gave up playing football about the age of 14, you know, because I wasn't going to persevere. <laughs> was invited to a wedding of a friend of mine from ireland who was living in britain and it turned out his wedding service was actually only about an hour's drive from the world quizzing championship so i said to him look i'm going to go over for your wedding your wedding is my priority but i'm thinking of going leaving very early in the morning on the day of the wedding driving down to litchfield doing the quiz and then getting back in the car and rushing back up for the wedding
0: how did your friend take this when you told him
1: well, luckily, he's a friend uh, who I would consider a quizzing acquaintance, and he was involved in quiz teams with me in college in Galway. So he was fine with that. So anyway, myself and another friend of ours headed to Lichfield very early in the morning, got there in time for the start of the World Quizzing heat, did it, quick as we could, didn't even stay to get our scores, actually, and back out, into the car, and back to the wedding. And we arrived three minutes before the bride. Everyone turning around looking expectantly at the door. And it was us. The the quizzers. The the quizzers. (laughs) When we were in school, we used to get given this kind of warning lecture by the teachers, which was always along the line of, now some of your friends might say they're not working at all for the Leaving Cert. But don't you believe them, because they're going home studying a couple hours a night probably so if you fall into the trap of believing this line just because they're being cool you will suffer but if I told people I wasn't studying it was the genuine honest truth I wasn't studying now that affected me in college I went to university and there was no one really making you go to class anymore so unfortunately my previous methods didn't translate to very good results in college frankly
4: Uh, Question eight. Uh, What is the
5: three-word
4: name? uh, What is the three-word name uh, of the city that's the main setting for the animated series Futurama?
0: Is there anything that you find frustrating about table quizzes?
1: Questions that are just flat-out wrong. For example, you know, uh, what is the only man-made item visible from space? Right? Now there is no man-made action visible from space is the actual answer you know someone back in 1910 wrote a book where they were when no one had yet been in space and said that the great wall of China was visible from space and it's taken this foothold in culture that it's assumed to be an actual fact but it's not answer 19 the person who was the who became the first boxer to earn more than a hundred million dollars in purse is sugar Ray Leonard. I actually nearly saw a fight at a quiz one time when they asked, in what year did the Irish Free State come into being, come into existence? And it is a, it's a terrible question to ask because there's a lot of debate about whether it was New Year's Eve or New Year's Day of 1922. Turned out the Civil War wasn't gone because the <laughs> proponents of both the theses stood up and started heckling back and over at each other at this quiz. This is our studio number one, the biggest studio in the, in, in, in the building. Yeah, this is where we. We'll, this is where the quiz show will be taking place later.
0: John is in his mid-thirties. He's from Roscommon, He's married and has a young daughter.
1: Now this is Studio Three, which is and it's also a bit of a storage closet, as you can see.
0: John works three days a week in Claremorris Community Radio. The rest of the time, he looks after his daughter and seeks out quizzes.
1: Marion Clark with a silent E at the end of it. Hello, Marion. <laughs> Hello. Good evening and welcome to our show. Thank you very much. John's weekly radio quiz
0: has two team captains. One of them is Andrew Newman. John is a man full of facts. He can give you facts about anything at all, ever. He's an amazing brain. I don't know how he remembers it all, but that's why he's good at quizzes then. And an insatiable amount of knowledge. Is he a sponge? Perhaps he's a sponge. A sponge, yes. When you read the book or watching TV or something, do you think about, oh, well, this will make a, if I remember this fact, it'll help me for a quiz, or do you, can you just enjoy them, whatever you're reading for what it is?
1: If I'm reading something about, you know, Italian Renaissance painters, I'm just reading about Italian Renaissance painters. I'm not thinking this might come up sometime. I tell you, the only time I ever think that thought is when I encounter something I've been ignoring. For example. X factor ends. I might make a point to finding out the name of the winner because I'll be going, this is bound to be asked at a quiz at some point. And I have shown zero interest in this so far. So I really ought to have that bit of information in my head. All knowledge is valuable. All
0: knowledge may be valuable, but all knowledge is not equal. John is one of the top quizzers in Ireland, but the knowledge you need to do that well in Ireland won't take you very far if you want to compete internationally
1: you go to an Irish quiz you're going to need to know your GA knowledge you're going to know who's the junior minister for agriculture and food, fisheries and whatever you go to international quizzes and it's more like who is the Greek god of this you know which politician was the first to sign the American Declaration of Independence And John does want to compete abroad
6: Hi, good
7: afternoon How are you? It is, yes, yes. Which country are you with?
0: Belgium. You're with Belgium. This is Liverpool and the European Quiz Championships.
3: It is full-on brain-busting quizzes of the... like you've never seen before.
7: Which common laboratory and the industrial chemical is also used as a coagulant in products like tofu... You may also answer with the hydrate that is the main source of this chemical. Well, some people would call it a nerd Olympics. You get consumed by it in the same way that some people have to dance or some people have to sing, you know. We have to sort of consume facts and then share them. In his new system of chemical philosophy, who stated that if two elements form more than one compound between them, then the ratios of the masses
8: of... The people here
3: are very very competitive this is a sport it's not an entertainment format here these people train um, and they really really want to win
7: Which film directed by Hungarian-American director Nimród Antal stars Dane DeHaan James Hetfield Lars Ulrich and Kirk Hammett It's
3: it's so great in the world of google and instant gratification oh i wonder what this is let me google it to have people who are still interested in acquiring knowledge for knowledge's sake
7: there are 16 landlocked countries in africa most of which are located in two clusters 10 in a central and eastern african cluster and four in a south african cluster they would form the biggest cluster in the world if the one country that connects both clusters did not have a very narrow coastline which country?
1: It's more than a hobby, it's a life, it's a method of life.
7: This town was part of a maritime republic until 1699 when it was offered at the Treaty of Karlovitz to the Ottoman Empire.
3: We send people home with their brains dribbling out of their ears after spending nearly three days quizzing constantly. Okay, so it's a pretty packed schedule, uh, Friday. Welcome and introductions at 4 o'clock. 4.15, the national teams and aspirations.
0: The Nations Cup is the most prestigious event of the weekend. Your rivals aren't just teams from other countries, it's your compatriots. Question number five. Also known as Ichor... This mineral is composed of 42% phosphorus, 32 percent iron, 15% calcium, 5% copper, 2.5% silica, and 1.5%
1: is unknown. Man, these are heavy.
0: (laughs) John is captain of the Ireland B team.
1: I don't think anybody enjoyed that round, lad.
0: They're not here to win. They're here to
1: beat the Dubliners. Our goal, which we are not succeeding in right now, is to beat the other Irish B team.
0: I have heard the results after the first round but Ireland B are slow out of the blocks. The
1: Dubliners 8, Ireland B 5. Oh man, they are struggling to get past five.
0: Question <laughs> number one. Ireland B can see the Dubliners up ahead. A gestor, A gestor. Yeah. Yay, yeah, I nice. in there. I like there. Right, let's start. Yeah, right. Right. right, let's hope we're right. It's the opposite. They start to close the gap, but as they give chase, they trip themselves up. Oh.
1: Okay. You went the wrong way,
0: man, you went the wrong way. But Ireland B are nothing if not a team.
1: Here, I've got a good fact I've come back with. In the last round, r six. I, I have
7: enough facts to do me for a while. r six 20. was the
1: highest Irish score in the last round. Yes, good. Excellent. Yes. We're 17, they're 19. But we're only two behind them. Good. That will motivate us.
7: Question number eight. A very in
8: Poland and the river Morgat would you find this castle built from brick by the Teutonic Knights in the 13th century?
0: As they turn into the, the home stretch, Ireland B are place within touching work, distance of Europe the Dubliners.
8: Designated a UNESCO World Heritage Site in 1997.
1: Oh, wait, this is the most difficult quiz. You'll do all year. Friday night of the European.
0: Which canonized German abbess and Doctor of the Church, 1098 to 1179? Racing for the finish line, Ireland B and the Dubliners are neck and neck.
1: There's a woman called Danica Patrick and she's a NASCAR race at her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a get, right there on record, a gate.
0: Ireland B dive across the line. The
8: Dubliners, 41. Ireland B, 43. Blind and death,
1: 97. That feels like a victory. Dan
0: from the Dubliners puts a brave face on their defeat. Well, naturally, you want to beat uh, the other Irish lads so that, uh, you know, you can have bragging rights. We were happy enough with how we did, could have done better. There's always a few that got away. Um, but I think enough, enough pride was salvaged that, uh, you know, we won't have to endure too much slagging on the way home.
4: As long as we beat the Dubliners, that's the main thing and that makes the weekend worthwhile now for the likes of the counties for the Mayo men here. It's great. At least Mayo got one back on the dubs.
5: Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Eight, six, twelve,
8: eight,
0: four... During each quiz, Jane Allen and her team need to record 200 competitors' results from each round. A,
8: six, 6, 4, no D, 14A, 8.
0: There's a query on one of the answers submitted by a Norwegian competitor.
7: 38, me, whatever the Norwegian is for that answer. A in in mosque. Well, it's the Al-Aqsa Mosque, it's a name in Arabic. So what have they got? The, the, they put Dome the of the, the Rock? In, in Norwegian, which may oh. be the Doman, it says in Norwegian. I oh, no, that—that's the Dome of the Rock, which is on yeah. the same site, oh. but it's not the same thing as the Alex. Uh,
8: Ingrid Sand Larsen from Norway. This is uh, my daughter Elisa. She's uh, five Elisa. months old. Suddenly one day I decided to take part in one of the individual quizzes and it was quite hard, Uh, quite a brutal meeting with the quizzing world but there were lots of nice people, so I got recruited to a team.
5: It's the first school I met on quiz. (laughs) We had one on the team who needed a break because he had a PhD to finish in astrophysics. And I asked the other ones, who do we want as a replacement? Who should I ask? I named three people including Ingrid, and I said, Ingrid, 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 we want Ingrid.
8: And I still am uh, part of the team with uh, Holo, my uh, husband here, and, uh, yeah.
5: Can I ask you, did you meet through that? Or?
8: Yeah, yeah, we did. He is one of the uh, most active in the quizzing uh, scene. He's on the national team.
5: Ingrid had only been uh, twice at the quiz at that time, but she had made an impression. <laughs>
0: Can I ask you what kind of impression she made on you?
5: On me, and now uh, we had a uh, we had a uh, for, uh, for instance uh, a slow start, but uh, it has grown, and uh, now she's some sort of female goddess for me. <laughs> so
0: what first attracted you to your partner?
8: Oh my God, <laughs> oh, I'm not sure I want to <laughs> answer that. Uh, well, um, it, it helps uh, having the same uh, passion for quizzing, I can say. Yeah.
0: After 15 hours of straight quizzing, John and the rest of the quizzers hit the town. (laughs) They're in the pub, but not for a chat. For another quiz. A fun quiz.
7: A sideways spinal curvature which the body of Richard III was found to (laughs) have. Which biblical king of Salem, mentioned in Genesis and frequently in the letter to the Hebrews, gives his name to a champagne bottle equal to 40 standard bottles? Jeroboam. No, it's
5: um, (laughs) Melchizedek or
7: something like that. Melchizedek, (laughs) 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 yeah. Melchizedek. (laughs) Melchizedek, that's the one. Yeah, I'd have got that two (laughs) pints again.
0: (laughs) 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 What time is it?
5: to one o'clock.
0: And you're still quizzing? Yes. How long can you keep going tonight? Yeah, the drugs running.
3: It's a bit like a casino. There's no windows. We have no idea what time it is. We just keep going. It's very early. It's only one o'clock. It's very early. My name is Leslie Shannon. I was born in America, but I live in Finland. And I've been there for the last ten years.
0: Uh, what do you tell your fam- or what do your family and friends say when you tell them you're going to the European Quiz Championships for three days?
3: <laughs> well, it's it's they expect it of me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's my kids saying, "Mom knows everything," so uh, I try to I try to live up to that.
0: <laughs> tell me a little bit about your quizzing history.
3: Yeah. Um, uh in 1992 I was a uh, um, undefeated winner on the American game show Jeopardy. This
5: is the Jeopardy Million Dollar Masters Tournament.
1: Here are our first group of semi-finalists, a manager of a research lab from Sydney, Australia, Leslie Shannon.
3: I was um unusual because I was a young woman. I was 27 at the time, and most undefeated champions on Jeopardy are men in their 40s or 50s, and so Yeah, I think that's why they like to have me back, (laughs) because I'm a little bit strange.
0: (laughs) Um, Can you tell me the experience of uh, being the undefeated champion and what that felt like?
3: It was magnificent, you know, just completely unbelievable. Because of course in Jeopardy, the the main prize is cash. To be handed a huge wadge of cash when you're 27, it's given me um, a huge amount of self-confidence. I actually wish every young woman in the world could be handed a huge watch of cash at 27, because then she would stand a whole lot taller. It certainly worked for me.
0: <laughs> Can I ask you how you spent some of your winnings?
3: Um, yeah, a trip to Japan was the very first thing that I did. I had always wanted to go there, and that was the first thing I did. And I bought a, an MX-5, <laughs> so a two-seater convertible. <laughs> I just had to. <laughs> okay. Category Geography, here's the question. Each team will need to write it down while I sing the Jeopardy song. (laughs) Okay. This island has been ruled by Phoenicians, Romans, Arabs, Normans, French and British. The
0: fun quizzes go on late, very late, which has an effect on the competitions the next day. It's morning time. And John is getting ready for the pairs event.
1: This is a very, this a thing we don't do in Ireland very much. This is two people, it's a team of two. I can't really spell out pairs anymore <laughs> succinctly than that. And we're just coming up to 10 a.m., which will be the start of the pair event. And I'm paired up, myself, I'm paired up with uh, Mark Henry from Tullamore. We hopefully will have a compatible, mutually beneficial set of quiz knowledge. How are you feeling about the event? Uh, I'm feeling it'll be fun. I'm, I'm feeling I'm a bit tired. It might take me a round or two to get the brain warmed up. But what time did you finish quizzing last night? Oh, Ed, uh, I left early. I left around 2am. It was still going on as I left. My roommate has told me he's not getting up for the pairs this morning because he was at the quizzing till 4 o'clock. They drew a line under the 4am. Round 16 or something, they said that's enough.
0: In this quiz, the questions aren't read out. Instead, they're given out on sheets.
1: Is Yeah That, that would yes. be the reason yes. for inviting
4: them. One of the
0: other pairs in this competition includes professional quizzer, but Dave uh, McBride. Yeah, technically
4: they are in Very the right good. continent. <laughs>
0: Originally from Dublin, but now living in
4: Scotland. Uh, went to Edinburgh to university and fell in love with the city and have lived there ever since. And ever since I graduated, I've been making a living writing pub quizzes. But only very recently I've gotten into competing.
0: What does uh, quizzing mean to you? Well,
4: it's, it's kind of just what I do. Uh, well, it's, it's actually just one of my two jobs. My other jobs, I, I coach fencing. Uh, but in, in both both of my jobs, I'm, l- I'm very lucky in that I've uh, I've been able to turn... A hobby into a living it, it's something i enjoy i've always say say to people i don't really see although i make a living from it i don't really see it as work i always say my attitude has always been fine whatever it is in the world you like doing the most and then uh, get good enough at it that people start paying you for it. <laughs>
0: can you remember your first quiz win
4: not win i do remember the first time that I was able to answer a question that no-one else at the table knew, and I was delighted with it, because I was about 11 and there was a table full of adults and none of them knew who the lead singer of Hot Chocolate was.
0: (laughs) Could you describe that feeling to me?
4: Put it this way, I once, uh, in in an idle discussion, somebody once uh, asked me what the collective noun for quizmasters was, and I think we came up with the most appropriate being a smugness of (laughs) quizmasters.
2: Yeah, Um, Let's no
0: smugness back in the pairs competition for John Nolan he's enjoying himself but he's not chalking up well, the scores
1: it, firing Brendan right now. Yeah. Yeah. it's the late uh, night
6: last night. last night yeah that's what we're blaming this time <laughs> <laughs> it was the drink yesterday
1: frankly I, I'm not even sure where Sula-based the Island is anyone
5: in 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 sea. Sea.
1: Sea. How did the Pierce competition? Oh, really bad. <laughs> no offence. Six out of 20. To mark, but uh, I don't think either of us are really on top for all. They certainly are. Certainly. They didn't suit you? Thank you, Larry Gogan. No, they didn't suit us today.
6: If we started last week, it would have been no good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Seven. Seven. No
0: D. 29A. Ten. While well, runner up playoffs are taking place, The finalists are sitting around the room waiting for their turn. One of these is a former Mastermind winner. He's sitting against a radiator reading a book.
6: My name's Jesse Honey. Uh, I'm 36. I live in London. I'm a town planner. And uh, I've been doing quizzes for about 10 years. But I think this is going to be my last one.
0: Uh, Why do you say that?
6: Well, I've got, it's, it's quite a big commitment to do quizzes, particularly if you're kind of at the higher level, and uh, I'm lucky enough to have got quite good at it recently, and um, I've been competing at the sort of top level, but the amount of time you need to, to keep at the top once you're there. Uh, I've got, you know, a three-year-old son, I've got another one on the way, so it's probably time to start concentrating on other parts of my life.
0: I see you've got a, a book in front of you. Yes. Um, are you preparing for something at the moment?
6: No, so what I'm doing is, um, now that I've decided to give up quizzing, um, if, not, if not temporarily, then maybe permanently, uh, I need something else to, to do with my time that's a bit less demanding, and so I'm going to get back into reading, because what tends to happen is, I've obviously always liked reading, I don't think anyone who likes quizzes couldn't like reading, but I've been doing so much quizzes, I don't even have time for reading, so it kind of negates the original purpose of doing it. <laughs> Uh, so I've missed out on ten years of great books, and uh, I'm going to make up for that in the next few years. John Nolan still has his
0: passion for quizzes. He hosts them in venues and on the radio. He competes in them, and he also blogs about quizzes. Actually, the blog came about less from passion and more from frustration.
1: We were asked a question at the county council, Clare County Council social club quiz, and um, the question asked was, "What is a Rhode Island red?" Now, a Rhode Island red is. Do you know, Brendan? Rhode Island red, um, I don't. It's a variety of chicken. Oh. Okay? Simple as that. I wrote down chicken. We got marked wrong by the correctors. So I actually went up and I asked, what went wrong? We think we got nine in that round, and you've given us eight. Only because we were actually kind of in contention. If we were well behind or well ahead, I wouldn't have bothered. Any. And they said, we weren't looking. you said chicken? That's wrong. We want hen. Oh, I don't know what planet these people live in, but a hen is just a female chicken, and I know there's nothing. To think as the Rhode Island Red is a specific female, you know, sex of a bird. So I said to them, but
5: it, 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 uh, I, was, I was
1: flabbergasted. I mean, I actually couldn't express what had happened. You know, how is this? So, but it is a chicken, chicken, a hen, a chicken, a chicken. No, look, deal with it. A hen is a hen, and a chicken is a chicken, and that was like the line was drawn under the So I went home and I was a bit vexed, I suppose. So the next day, like I said, it was two thousand nine. I thought, I need to say this somewhere. I need to do something about this. If I was a person in, of another attitude, I might have rang a certain radio show, maybe the one that's on RT1 at you know, 1.45 p.m., but I'm not like that. So I actually decided I'd publish a little article about somewhere, but then, where would you do it and how would you do it? So I actually created a blog. There and then, that article about that incident was the genesis of my website, which is tablequiz.net. And that ran then. It was my, me kind of going my adventures in quizzing, as I call them, you know, and reporting on quizzes I took part in, how we got on. And here are some questions we missed, and you might try them, dear reader.
5: At the start of each round, each contestant is given a sheet of paper with 12 questions on. You have 12 minutes to answer those. This is the qualifying section for the individual competition.
0: What are you thinking about the individual quiz? How do you think it's going to go?
1: Well, um, last year I was doing, I was doing great at half time individual quiz, and said the top 30, which would be a real achievement for me. But unfortunately, I fell away in the second half. I ended up about 50th. But out of a group that was, I think, about 180 people took part last year. So that was, I was quite happy with that. So I guess I'll aim for something similar.
5: It's a long, narrow room with high ceiling brick built on either side with high windows as well and a wooden floor. Ideal for exam conditions because it's a long, narrow room so it's easy to have somebody at the one end seeing what's going on and all the focus is on him or her uh, for the answers. How would you describe the expressions on people's faces? Um, deep in concentration um, also, there's times when you're frustrated that you think you know the answer and you just can't call it back. And there's a lot of head holding, um, slapping on side of head, etc., etc., and pained expressions. I have
0: seen a number of people biting their nails. There is one man who has a little red reading lamp. It's got a, a bright red shade on it. Um, I don't know if that's some kind of inspiration or what John looks a little bit flabbergasted at the questions this round
5: there's
1: a question about a piece of music from the 19th century about the opening of a cable car in Mount Vesuvius now before I even heard that I actually knew that answer which is finiculi finicula but I feel very cultured at that moment <laughs> Well, none of us got to the final 10. Uh, Bit of a minor personal victory. I managed to finish top Irish competitor on uh, 57 points out of 100. Now, mind you, there's a bit of an asterisk beside that because one of our top performers, Larkin, he actually arrived in a bit late for reasons not entirely clear. (laughs) He missed round one, basically. So his score of 50 is um, out of uh, seven rounds instead of eight. So, you know. I think he probably he would definitely have beaten me if he'd arrived in, in time. But uh, as I told him, I'm taking it. <laughs> so, we have a new
7: European champion with 100 points, Swiggers. I am Ronnie Swiggers from Belgium. I'm 52 years old and I'm working at a petroleum company as a logistic manager. Can you prepare for a quiz? Uh, Yes, Uh, at this level, which is top level, I think everybody's preparing every day, so I'm doing the same. I'm working at uh, about 100 kilometres from where I'm living, so every day I'm spending three hours in the train, and every minute of that three hours is
2: spent in uh, reading things or rehearsal of some notes. I reckoned in the end I was doing two hours preparation for every second I sat in the chair. For Pat Gibson, there's no debate over whether you prepare or not. He's
0: from Galway, now living in England, and he won the TV shows Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and Mastermind. His specialist subject on the Mastermind final was Father
2: Ted. There's quite a lot of detail in Father Ted because uh, I thought it was wonderful because it's a very unusual sitcom insofar as it generated as if they had a giant sausage machine. They generated legions of marvellous little priests at the drop of a hat more little priests came in with marvellous characteristics interesting fellows you know the um, the man who uh, kept destroying the furniture asking Ted how much he paid Cowboys Ted Cowboys as he smashed yet another piece of furniture but just loads and loads of marvellous priests I thought it was a marvellous show I kept track of every photograph on every mantelpiece Jack Charlton and Morris Sellers I watched the John F Kennedy portrait move around the Kandinsky picture I, looked, I made notes of the price of the LPs in the local shop, the number plates on the sewage truck, the sergeant's van, the blue car they auctioned. I went on and on and on and on and on. A ridiculous excess of firepower was applied to, to Father Ted. It's like breaking a butterfly on a wheel, and I'm proud to say I did it.
0: Can you go back and watch Father Ted now without thinking of
2: Mastermind? Not really. I haven't watched a great deal of Father Ted since. I think still think it's marvellous. It hasn't kind of gone off or anything for me, but... Um, I don't think he can swat something that intensely for that long. Uh, I, I see the odd episode, and uh, as it comes up, I can predict the lines, what they're going to say next, and I check to see that the paintings are where I expect them to be, and I've got the right priests in the right parish and the right housekeeper. So it's still sort of, I'm still on war footing, quite frankly.
0: For John Nolan, there's also no debate on
1: whether he prepares for quizzes. There are an awful lot of people who go to those events that do study, uh, but I'm not one of them. Why not? I, it's just my way. I've never been. I mean, I look at my own educational past and, you know, I can tell you what I got in the Leaving Cert and I can tell you how many points that worked out as. And I can tell you that there was very little study involved in that. The study, there was nothing. I mean, it was, I happened to go to school every day and I, hap- I listened in class and I did the work and it, the knowledge went in and that was it. And there was no cramming, really. You know, that's just the way I am. Is John Nolan
0: a winner or a loser? Before I came to this event, I, I couldn't understand why John would get up at 5.30 to go from Roscommon to Liverpool to spend three days holed up at the European Quizzing Championships groping for answers to ridiculously difficult questions. But by the end of the three days I realised that John, like the others, didn't come for the questions.
1: When I spend a weekend a thing like this, I go away with some new friends and some new facts.
7: <laughs> I think for me the number one attraction is there are a good bunch of people. I actually enjoy the company of the people in the quizzing world and without that I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be sat here now. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that I enjoy having a drink or quite a few drinks with the, the people that uh, are part of this quizzing community, there's no way I'd be here now. I wouldn't be doing it just to quiz.
5: And I love it, (laughs) simply love it, yes.
3: It's fantastic, and to have three days of constant challenge, nothing better.
1: (laughs) When you're a quiz addict, as I admittedly am, and you come here and you meet other quiz addicts, that's the great thing, you know. You know, you always think that the people in the world who are the most sensible are the ones that agree with you on everything. <laughs> Team B, we're back to you. Do you know? Out of 12 Monkeys was Oscar nominated? I've never seen 12 Monkeys. Nor have I. Oh, well then you won't be getting this. Let's then. just throw
3: out the a name then. Go on, throw Brad Pitt. <laughs> what? That yeah, gets
6: you. That's oh the Best <laughs> answer of the series.
3: Should have done the last one. 19-